Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat. And today we're going to talk about increasing healthcare productivity with Dell Partner Whiteboard Coordinator. And our guest is Dr. Andrew Gostein, CEO of Whiteboard Coordinator. How are you doing today, Andrew? Great. How are you? Very well, and thanks so much for being on the podcast. Could we start with a little bit of your background, please? Absolutely. I had somewhat of a non-traditional path through all of my education. I took time off almost at every step of my education. And what that gave me was really a different set of lenses to look at the problems that we face in healthcare. While I was going through medical school, I left to go to business school. While I was in my residency, I left to go do venture capital. And while I was in my fellowship, I started my second company, which became Whiteboard Coordinator. So is that the adage that life is what happens while you're making other plans? Yeah, and I would say it actually makes it very difficult to get a medical license because every step of the way, they wanted to know why there was a disruption to my clinical training. People assume the worst. Andrew, our topic today is increasing healthcare productivity. Why don't we start with a basic definition? How do you define productivity within healthcare? More generally, productivity is just the output per unit cost. And when we think about that in the context of healthcare, it's how do we treat as many patients as we can with the set of resources we have, which is really the economics of healthcare. How do we make this affordable for the average consumer? So that's the textbook definition of healthcare productivity. What kind of challenges is healthcare productivity presenting to the industry? So when we think about healthcare productivity, it really is the defining problem of healthcare. And just to put some context around that, Peter Pronovost, who's a critical care anesthesiologist like myself out in the Johns Hopkins system, he said in Health Affairs in 2019 that if we could increase healthcare productivity by just 4%, it would solve the healthcare cost problem, which is the cost of healthcare goes up in our economy every year by about 6%. But when we look at how healthcare has done over the last three decades, we are the only industry that has actually become less productive every year by about 0.6%. So we have to hire more people every year just to sustain the level of care that we provide for our population. So it sounds like we're slip sliding away from the goal here a little bit. Tell us about some of the factors that actually influence productivity in healthcare. So that is a complicated question. There's a lot of factors that influence productivity. Some are regulatory, some are related to the systems we have in place, and some really is just the push to tailor and more individualize or personalize the healthcare experience for people. If you look at healthcare and you compare it to a manufacturing plant, try to standardize these processes as much as possible. There's very little documentation of every bolt that you put into a car. But with healthcare, we have to document everything that we do to a patient. We treat every patient individually. We don't treat them as cogs on an assembly line. So whether it's just tailoring the care that we're providing to each person or regulatory hurdles that we have to overcome, insurance regulation that defines how we get paid for what we do, the sum total of that is there are a lot of extra things we have to do to care for an individual patient than if you were to compare that to assembling a standard car. So it sounds like all these extra tasks that practitioners have to worry about are impacting productivity. And that drives at what we're trying to do as a company 
bringing artificial intelligence to healthcare to target all of the low-hanging fruit. Things like documentation and the electronic record or replacing some of the high volume, low productive tasks that we do on an hour by hour basis as practitioners. It's interesting that you mentioned AI, Andrew, and I wanted to have you take us deeper into how AI improves productivity. What are some of the use cases where AI can help augment and improve a healthcare provider's workflow? The way I think about artificial intelligence and productivity is through a comparison to manufacturing again. With the creation of machines and robots, we were able to make manufacturing much more productive. And when we look at productivity again across the economy, manufacturing is one of the industries that has year over year seen the highest productivity gains. Now, manufacturing is different than the service sector where it is actually much more difficult, as you might imagine, to replace a healthcare worker with artificial intelligence than it is to replace that assembly line worker whose job it was just to tighten the bolt, which could easily be done by a machine. It's very different in the service industry. And AI specifically will be a tool to augment clinicians, not replace them. And this is where we find that for 1% of the computational effort, you may be able to eliminate 40% of what a clinician has to do to treat a patient. Boy, that 1% to 40% benefit sounds really impressive. Do you have any specific use cases? Absolutely. Things like documentation or tracking how many scalpels we have in the hospital or figuring out when a doctor needs to go to the operating room to start surgery and they need to then finish rounding to do that. So what we do are target areas where we can augment the clinicians to eliminate some of the less productive, highly repeatable tasks that they have to do to get through their days. Your company, Whiteboard Coordinator, is focused on optimizing these workflows. Can you tell us how you exactly do that? What are the use cases where you're helping to optimize these workflows? I'll answer that most broadly first, and then we can get into some of the examples. The way I think about what we do is providing value in two areas. Ultimately, we are a platform that uses a variety of sensors to collect data about what's happening in the hospital or how many things we have in the hospital or who is where. What that allows us to do is two things. We can take that information and disseminate it to people in a very specific way in real time. So if you compare us to the airline industry, the airline industry, the, the airports themselves, they always know where their planes are. They know how many people are on those planes. In healthcare and in the hospitals, we lack a lot of that information, and that makes coordinating care through the hospital or our associated clinics out in the community much more difficult. And so by collecting data about what is happening in the hospital, we can essentially play air traffic control to coordinate these workflows very efficiently. And that allows us to go from doing things sequentially to doing them in parallel. And through parallelization, we're able to drive very large efficiency gains. So enabling to do in parallel what used to be sequential, that sounds beneficial. What else are you bringing to the party? The other thing we do is more retrospective. So because we collect all of this very accurate, very granular data down to every 50 milliseconds about what's happening in the hospital, we can then run that through very simple processing metrics to try to define new insights about how to coordinate care through the hospital. 
So once we have the patients coming into the hospital and going through whatever process they have, we can coordinate that very efficiently by having the doctors in the right place and the nurses in the right place at the right time. But even before that, leading up to it, providing hospitals with the data to determine when they bring that hospital or that patient in for their surgery, we can set up a much more efficient process to coordinate on the day of care. Can you describe the exact tools you're talking about from Whiteboard Coordinator? What are the names of the products and how are they bundled together? The way we define it is we have an IoT platform, so the Internet of Things. In the same way that your thermostat or your light switch in your house might be connected to your network, collecting data on how long the lights were on or what the average temperature is in your house, we implement a sensor array in the hospital. And that might be using a camera with computer vision, using Bluetooth tracking, voice recognition to collect data on microphones, or passive RFID tags. We are able to collect data using the best sensor on any specific problem the hospitals want us to address. On top of that platform, we've built six different products that address specific problems for these hospitals. So you have the platform and then the products sit on top of that platform. Can you take us through those six products, please? We have a product called OR Coordinator, which again is air traffic control for the operating rooms. We have a very similar product for clinics to coordinate things like cancer center appointments where people come in to get chemotherapy infusions. We have an inventory management system where we track how many scalpels do we have in the hospital. How many scalpels should we have if we want to do 36 procedures tomorrow? We have another product that is essentially a system that allows the nurses to see what is happening in the patient rooms so that they can see and hear and talk to the patients remotely while providing them a certain level of monitoring with our computer vision algorithms. On top of that system, we set up algorithms to make sure that patients aren't going to get out of bed and fall, but also that patients that should be getting out of bed are getting out of bed to prevent things like blood clots or pressure ulcers. So on top of that platform, again, we have a few products to solve different clinical needs, but the real power is in that platform being able to solve whatever problem is most ailing that health system. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two, where Dr. Gostein shares Whiteboard Coordinator's history and strategy, their partnerships with both NVIDIA and Dell Technologies, how organizations get started with Whiteboard Coordinator, case studies, where to find more information, and final thoughts.